We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is Season 2, Episode 12, for March 22nd, 2021. And we are continuing our look at our top rides at Disney. This week, we are focusing on Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And we have a lot of fun planned. And I think that it's going to open up a whole discussion about... What's your favorite ride? What's my favorite ride? Why did he pick that ride over this ride? And I just can't wait to see what people think um, of our selections. So, did you see what happened with the poll? Uh, Everest versus oh, yeah. Flight yeah, yeah, of Passage. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have that up right there? I don't. But yesterday it was 16 to 14 in favor of Everest, if you can believe it. That's right. It was. It was. Thank you for mentioning that because I've forgotten to look it up. But yeah. So sorry, Sophie, but you know, Brenda and I were right. (laughs) (laughs) Still 16 to 14. So, yep. Everest won. Everest wins. So, anyway, it's close, though. (laughs) It was Um, close. (laughs) I see where our following stands then. Yep. Yeah, I have like... to say uh, that one of the that one of the um, posts was about the fact, and who was that? Was the, was um, it Kristen's post about how her mom loves Everest? No, it was someone. Oh, it is Victoria Kent's post, and she said mm-hmm. that she that her husband can't ride it because he's too tall. So we have yeah. to remember that when we're talking about Flight of Passage oh. versus Everest, because everyone fits in Everest. But yes, some people cannot ride Flight of Passage. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely you're right. right. That's a that's a really good point. Um, and I didn't even think about it, and I saw her comment, and then I forgot all about that as well. But yeah. um, but yeah. You're right. It's it 
it takes a certain physique. Type. Yes. physique. <laughs> That's right. But, you know, the real reason, though, is that, you know, Sophie's just a kid. And what do those kids know anyway? <laughs> kid? I will have you know that I will be 20 in June. And keep on forgetting about that. Oh my gosh, I'm so old. <laughs> Good one, honey. Good one. I love you, sweetie. You're still the fairest of them all. Anyway. Too old man. Anyway. Yeah, cheddar from the big cheese. Let's get on to cheddar from the big cheese, shall we? Yeah. I saw a really interesting article about annual pass holders um, for Walt Disney World and how you can, if you live in the United Kingdom, not talking about the country in Epcot, but the real United <laughs> Kingdom in in Europe, that you are able to buy a Walt Disney World annual pass. Hmm. Were they and able I, to actually do it? I saw a link and it takes you over to the European um, page for Disney World. I didn't actually do it. I didn't actually able to go through the steps. Um, and I think that might be because of where I am, you know, being in the States and whatnot. Sure. But um, but I thought that was really interesting. And I don't I don't have if if you live in in Europe or in the United Kingdom and you are able to buy an annual pass for Walt Disney World. Would you reach out to us and let us know? Because it's kind of I'm kind of taking this little bit with a grain of salt right yeah. now. You know, because yeah, I've tried to buy the, the annual pass and it lets me go all the way through like I'm going to get it. And then at the end, it doesn't let me. So I'm wondering if they're having that experience or if they're actually able to follow through. Yeah. So <laughs> if if someone has been able to buy one or get to that point where they're where they put in the credit card and, and don't or whatever, reach out to us. Let us know. I'm real curious, you know, and I'm also curious to see if this might be a precursor to what might come for yes. those of us in the States. You know, um, just I, my wife Cindy had a thought that perhaps um, annual passes would be opened up for Floridians to be able to purchase if they don't have one. Um, and also maybe like people in the Southeast, you know how they had the, remember they had that promotion last yes. year when they first reopened the where if you lived in certain states, yes. you, could, you could take advantage of the promotion because you could drive and, right. and whatnot. Um, and so I wonder if maybe the same sort of thing might apply with annual passes. I don't I know. know. This is this is all speculation world. You're in Mike's head now, so I, I think you know. should be scared. <laughs> I need to be bumping Texas over some so we can be a bordering state because we drive to, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's there's mm -hmm. that water. Just build a long bridge. <laughs> a really mm -hmm. long bridge. A really long bridge. You know, yeah. I, you know, maybe, I don't know, talk to God and have him split it halfway down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Let's get back on track. Sophie, what do you have? <laughs> well, there is a new nighttime show that Disney is working on for Epcot, and it is called Harmonious. And last week, testing was done on the way it shoots out water as part of the show. So it's kind of like 
when I say shoots out water, I'm kind of getting vibes of World of Color over in Disneyland. But I am too. I would yeah. Think. Yep. Yeah. So basically, what we're saying is that they are doing the test runs for the new show, and that means that it's closer to coming out, and we can actually see what it's all about. Yeah. Every test they do is hopefully one test less mm-hmm. that they have to do because they've got it all worked out. Um, yep. So hopefully. Yeah. Yay. Well, and don't forget, we covered the new rooms and what they look like last time at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, and the rooms mm-hmm. have been themed after Moana. And they can be booked now for starting arrival July 19th, 2021. So if you're looking to book that, contact Mike at Mike at PixieVacations.com or me at Brenda at PixieVacations.com and we'll get you set up. Uh-huh. I have one more thing if I can add it because I'm dying over here. Go for what? it. Oh my gosh. So on, well, on Friday, which when this airs will be the previous Friday. Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts on Disney Plus. I'm dying to see it. I'm waiting it. with bated breath. Well, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier is the Marvel series, of course. They've done oh. that. This is a series of six, apparently six episodes. So mm. if you don't know who Falcon and Winter Soldier are, Winter Soldier was Captain America's best friend in the 40s, in the 1940s. Um, and then Falcon is Captain America's best friend today. So Captain America, you know, he was he was a war hero. He was the one that punched Adolf Hitler. And then he, you know, he's been like ongoing. But he retired um, <laughs> recently and went and started living his life he missed while he was. Okay. So anyway, I won't give too much away, but it's starting and I'm beside myself with excitement cannot wait so when this airs it will have shown on friday which means anyone listening right now can see it already okay so exciting well, I, I haven't seen it i haven't heard of it i am not at person. all a marvel person at all i don't know anything oh brenda we need well, to have like a disney plus watch party where you walk us through um all the ep- all the things we need to be seeing. oh my gosh that's the a only- lot <laughs> The only problem is that for some reason not all of the Marvel movies are on Disney Plus. I tried finding The Incredible Hulk, it was not there. And Jagan has been berating me non stop to watch it so that I can watch WandaVision for her. WandaVision's fantastic. Now again, any WandaVision. And so now we have this to start, so that's good. Mm -hmm. I'm getting so far behind in my Disney Plus watching. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh well, we we both are. We still haven't seen Raya and the Last Dragon yet. Haven't no. seen that yet either. We'll have to talk about that when when we see it though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I just had to mention that because I'm so excited. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you're excited, Brenda. You need to tell us next week what you thought of it. Yay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh, Reach out to us on our Facebook group On the Road with Mickey group Um, YouTube, you know, subscribe Like our posts, leave us comments We love the interaction we get From our from our listeners And, and our friends, because that's what you guys are. You, you're not just listeners, you're friends And um, We're on Instagram, On the Road with Mickey Email us, info at On the Road with Mickey.com 
leave us a voicemail, 919-799-8390. Um, awesome. You know, just find some way to, to reach out to us and, and shoot us an email, leave us a text, leave us a comment, whatever. And we look forward to hearing from you. Um, so we are in part two of three. This is our top rides at Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I say part two or three because next week we are going to look at those West Coast parks, Disneyland and California Adventure Park. And we are going to give our tops, top rides from those parks next week. But this week we're looking at Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I went first last week, so I'm going last this week. Brenda mm-hmm. is going first, and Sophie's going to go first next week. Yep. Awesome. So, Brenda, we're starting with Epcot. Epcot number five, right? Just like okay. last time. Just like last mm-hmm. time. Okay. Well, my number five ride at Epcot is Living with the Land. Oh, wow. oh, wow. Living with the land is a boat ride through the Epcot greenhouses where they have innovative ways to grow food and they actually use that food at the mm-hmm. restaurants at Epcot. And I just, I just enjoy mm-hmm. it. I, I do. Too. I mean, it's a slow boat ride. And a bunch. I like how they decorate it for the holidays and put things yeah. in there. And yep. it's just nice. It's a nice. The first time I wrote it, I was very impressed with things like hydroponics and things like that, but I still enjoy it. So yeah, yeah. that's my number five. You know, um, I got a story. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. So my friends, our friends, um, Joy and Beth, they're friends with of ours up here in North Carolina. They went to Disney um, on the college program. Oh, awesome. And Joy was one of the boat. Um, speakers or whatever back when living with the land um, was like they had the tour guide telling the story of everything she was one of those for the ride that that was fantastic and so that's my connection to living with the land and I love how um, the garden grill restaurant upstairs circles around you can see some of the scenes from the ride that to me is what sells it more than anything plus Mickey's at garden grill so you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we like so, him a little bit a little bit <laughs> so anyway <laughs> that's my living with the landscape awesome so who is going next today is it sophie Sophie's yes it would next. be me awesome and my number five is journey into imagination with figment i like that one too that's great yeah i really enjoy that ride And for the longest time, I actually thought that it was something else. And I was far too scared to go into that building because I thought it was something called Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, which I didn't realize was over in Hollywood Studios, I believe. And I just thought that it was like, it's tough to be a bug, but bigger. So I did not enjoy that at all. But then when I found out what was actually inside that building, I was like, okay, let's go give it a try. And I was so happy with it. It was such a great ride. And the only thing I didn't like about it would have to be 
the smell part where <laughs> they make you smell skunk spray, which is disgusting. Yeah, well, you know. Got it, a, what it is. some surprise. I think Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was actually at Epcot. I think it's where the Pixar shorts are now. Yeah, But they had a the playground for Honey, I Shrunk the Audience in Hollywood Studios You're with right. big ants and things like that. Yeah, right. I, I really enjoyed that playground. That playground was fun. My kids loved that one. It was mm-hmm. fun. And the pictures, any pictures you took there were awesome because they, I mean, it looks so incredibly real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's a great choice. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mike? Well, my number five ride at Epcot. I had trouble picking my order for these five. You know, I probably started stopped a couple of times, but my number five ride is Test Track, and I actually like, um, I like the way you build your car now. Whereas before you didn't, you know, you kind of were going through all that and everything. But um, but it's a tough one for me. I like it a lot. I was torn between that and Mission Space um, because I have a cool story about Mission Space. But I'll make that like my honorable mention. But my number five is Test Track. And um, I like how fast it goes when you go out in the open air part. I don't like that it closes so fat so much, you know, but it's it's a good ride and it's fun. And when we built our car, um, I think Randy and I were on one side and I think Jagan and Sophie were on another car and we beat them. So that made it like number five status over mission space. So there you go. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have to close that one down sometimes. But I know that I'm missing doing the car too now that you know you can't because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. That's true. So it'll come back. So that's number five. So. Awesome. So number okay. four, Brenda. Okay, well, I chose this one for number four. These were a little hard for me too, but I chose Frozen Ever After. Okay. And of course it used to be Maelstrom and now you ride through the wooden Viking ship still, except that you go in the world of frozen. So um, I chose that really because of the music. I love the music from frozen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, when I first saw that movie, it, the music was magnificent. And then when I saw the second one, to me, the music was even better. Yeah. So it's like, I write it for the music really. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. What about you, Sophie? What's your number four? My number four is actually Mission Space. (laughs) Okay. Why is it number four? Well, I just, it's weird. A lot of the rides that I was terrified to go on when I was younger actually turn out to be my favorite rides. And Mission Space was one of those rides. I heard all these things about people being sick on and after Having heart attacks. That was me. You were sick on it? Oh, my God, for a month after it. Oh, no. Because I wrote it the second day it opened. It was open... well, I was so excited about it, and literally, we wrote it the next day. I flew home, and for a month, 
I had to be on meclizine for vertigo. Oh my! It was, no. it, I never wrote it again. I know they changed it to where now there's a green uh -huh. part. I should be able to go in, but I I haven't because I'm, you know, it affects you when you <laughs> go through something like that. Yeah. But a lot of people love it, and I'm glad because everyone's different. <laughs> so I have here. I'm gonna, since Sophie picked that as her number four, I'm going to tell my story now. It involves <laughs> it involves our friend River, right, Sophie? Oh yeah. So I'd never written it. I had no interest in writing it at all. I was reading the same thing. I drank the same Kool-Aid as Sophie. I had no interest whatsoever in riding this ride because I'm like, I don't want it. If it's got a barf bag, I don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> and I heard about people having heart attacks, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, I'm not riding it. Well, Little River Sug was four, uh -oh. and she yeah. went on it. And she absolutely loved that ride. And she's like, Mike, it is so much fun. Let's go on it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this four-year-old <laughs> is calling me a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cool. And we rode the green. And we've only ridden the green. And we're not. I don't have any interest in riding the orange, especially after you got sick. I have no interest. <laughs> um. But it was so funny, and she was so focused, you know, sitting, and so it was her dad, Neil, and then her, and then me, and I think Sophie was next to me or something. Yeah, and River I was, was next to you. And River was, like, looking at someone else on our row who wasn't doing what they were, and she's uh -oh. like, Daddy, he's not pushing his button. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> and and Neil was like, it'll be okay. <laughs> that is and it was, but it was so awesome. It was so oh. awesome. That was like one of my best ride stories ever. <laughs> this little four year old. That is a great cool four year old, you know, makes me feel like a chicken for not riding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I have a feeling that a I have a feeling that River would really enjoy Smuggler's Run. Then, oh, she probably would. She probably would. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> it happened to be on Smuggler's Run where an adult was doing exactly what River was doing. She was having a fit because the person at the engineering spot wasn't pressing their button. <laughs> really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> So anyway, what's your four, Mike? Number, my number four. four on my list is Frozen Ever After, Brenda. I'll be dang! There we go again. Last yeah. week was three out of five. You <laughs> know, one. I miss I miss it not being Maelstrom, but I I, I'm like you. I love the music of Frozen so much so I got a whole series of posts about the music, oh. you know, and how. How I thought Frozen, when I first heard it in the theater, I thought this could be on Broadway. Oh, Because the sure. music was that good. And I've seen, Turns it on, out, on, yeah. I've seen it on the Disney, yep, on the Wonder. Turns out it is on Broadway. Yeah, but it wasn't then. Um, but I love, um, I love, I mean, we even did a post, a podcast about the music of Disney last year, like early on. And one of the things that I really like is how 
the the songs some of the songs have different meanings like um like do you want to build a snowman is is both you know it's got like hope and it's mm-hmm. got sadness yes and it's got a longing to reclaim your childhood you know and it's just like all that is wrapped into one song and it's yeah. just so all it's, the feels it's powerful you know it's yeah. powerful so True. so anyway that um that it's a great ride because of the music and also because a lot of it is still maelstrom kind of driven you know um mm-hmm. i don't like the length of the line that you get with it <laughs> no right gotta now. catch it at a good time for sure yeah yep so. i remember this one time with frozen ever after um jagan uncle randy and aunt sheila and i we were going to go on it and we waited like two hours in that line or something and then when we finally got into the last section like we didn't even get to the boat we got into the room where you board the boats only to find out that the ride was down and they said it would be back up shortly so we ended up waiting another half hour in that line, not moving, mm-hmm. only to be told, yeah, it's not going to be back up. I'm sorry. That happens so, sometimes. <laughs> it's infuriating. Yeah. Yeah, but always be nice to the cast members because there's mm-hmm. nothing they can do. Exactly. Yes, exactly. That is true. You're they do their best every time, rides. and they deserve to be credited for it that's right mm-hmm. okay we brenda what's your next one okay well my number three is spaceship earth i love mm-hmm. spaceship earth and if you've ridden spaceship earth or if you haven't it's just a calm interesting ride it starts in the stone age and ends up in the digital age and it just goes through history and has some special other things you can do while you're riding that are mm-hmm. personal and i like it I always ride it. That's one of those rides where you always ride it. Every time you go, yeah. you ride it. I mean. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's my number three. That's all I can mm-hmm. say about that. What about you, Sophie? Well, my number three is your number five, and that is living with the land. Yay. Okay. I love living with the land. And for all of the reasons that you said, But I also love it because it's relaxing, it's cool, and I mean that temperature-wise and in the way of, (laughs) hey, this is awesome, this is so cool, that way too. And it's educational, so I could use it as an excuse to go to Disney during school so long as I ride that ride. It's educational, it teaches me science. It does Uh teach you science, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and it... And it's educational without feeling educational. Yeah. That's what's so much of so cool about Epcot. It's so much of that you're learning things. You don't even, especially if you're younger, you don't even realize that that's bleeding into your brain, you know, that you just think you're having fun. Yeah. So, and I like, um, I think one of my favorite scenes on Living with the Land is the house and how it's like, it reminds me of 
the house from Wizard of Oz. Me too. I always go. We pass that part, and the dog's barking. Unfortunately, we've never run into a tornado on it. Yeah. But um, but I really like how um, the way you know Disney the the Imagineers do such an incredible job of painting a picture, and whenever I'm near that, I'm like. Dude, I can just feel myself living that world, living in that time period, yeah. and having that dirt road up to the house, and there's my mm-hmm. mailbox, and and just that's it, it's just you feel like you are in that world, you know. So yeah. that's that's why I like it so cool. I think it's so neat, but um, but it's not on my top five. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not ever. It made the cutting room floor though. <laughs> Well, what is your number three? My number three is a ride that Sophie loves. I hope she still loves. And that is I still love it. That is the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three caballeros. Yeah. I mean, it is such a fun ride. It is so it's so corny. Donald is so (laughs) Donald, but it is fun. You know, it is. It it's is. just so neat, and it, and it's just you see all these things, and I, it's just cool. So, yeah, Sophie, that That's used to choice. be like her top ride. Yeah, that used to be like that the was top ride or set or number two at at Epcot was Grand the Grand Fiesta Tour, and and it's still up there, and and I just love it. It's just a like like living with the land. It's relaxing, like Spaceship Earth. It's relaxing and cool and neat um it's just a lot of fun you know so it is and right now before the fireworks reopen it is one of the few places you can go and see fireworks that's true oh you're right when you get around to the mexican the mexico city scene and you see the fireworks going off over the buildings i'm like yep. there's your fireworks for the day there you go <laughs> Yeah. In the air conditioning. In the and air they're conditioning. quiet, so they help for those of us that are sensitive to loud noises. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All Very right. good. So, That's a good Brenda, choice. thank you. So, number Brenda, two. what's number two on your list? Well, unlike my compadre over there, who I can tell from his background picture did not pick this as number two, I did. It's soaring around the world. Soren is my number two. If you haven't ridden Soren, it's like a hang gliding adventure through like the seven miracles of the earth. I don't know. Anyway, seven wonders you know, of the world. <laughs> I have to say that when Soren was over California, I felt like the perspective was much better handled. And I mean, Of course, if you're sitting in the center, you're seeing everything perfectly. And whether you were over California or over the world, it was the same. But, I mean, I can be two seats off center in this one. And every, I mean, Leaning Tower Pizza pizza has nothing on these these things. I mean, everything is skewed to Hmm. this... um, the screen i don't know but you if you're right in the middle everything's perfect but if you're on the sides it's everything's good yeah so it kind of uh 
it doesn't it give down. me the comfort feeling I used to have as much with the California, but I still love Soren. I mean, we ride that every time too. It's, oh, yeah. you know, it's just so wonderful. The smells and the breeze and the, mm -hmm. it's, it's wonderful. I mean, yeah. The only thing I have against it that made it number two was just that weird factor of uh -huh. the illusion of everything laying on its side. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And we had done a poll. I can't remember. I'll see if I can find it about which was which people like more, oh, soaring awesome. around the world or soaring over California. How did you? And what did they think? And I got to find the results. I can't remember. I got to go look it up. This is months ago, right, oh, Sophie? Okay. I think they liked soaring around the world better, though. I, I think so. But let me go search. Um, I will tell you though that um, as far as soaring goes. Um, I used to be a real chicken on that, didn't I, Sophie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. had me on row three, huh? I, 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 no, he wouldn't I don't know what it was, it. Oh, wow. but, um, it was like a situation where, I don't know, my ear was whacked out or something. I don't know. I don't know exactly. And um and it was like I I it just really bothered me. <laughs> yeah. You know, the the ride was that good that that I just it just bothered me and I was not comfortable on it. And but then the first time I wrote it with Cindy and Sophie, I was able to glance down and see that okay. I'm not that high, as high as it felt yes. like I was. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, if something happens and I fall off this hang glider, then, you know, I'm probably just looking at a broken leg. You know, yeah, you I can deal with, with that, sometimes. you know. Sure. <laughs> well, and for, you know, for the listeners who haven't gone on it, you do have to be 40 inches. So keep that in mind for the kiddos because the line can get quite long. So yeah. be sure when you're planning that you remember this one's a 40 inch. Mm -hmm. High requirement. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Well, so I can't anyway. find the I'll see if I can. I'll keep looking for it. Oh, great. Yeah. But, you have um, until I'm done here. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Miss Brenda, you said that Soren was not my dad's number two. Well, it's my number two. Yay! We're twinsies again. Yep. And... I, the only reason I didn't put it as my number one what? is because I just like my number one more. Well, well there you that's go. a good reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but if my number one did not exist, I would be very sad, but Soren would be my number one. I, mine too, for sure. And I have to say that I don't particularly agree with you about Soren being skewed based on where you sit. Of course, I have only ever I haven't, it's not like I've sat on the far end of like the far row, so I'm not, I wouldn't know from that angle, but from where I've sat, which is usually somewhere in the middle or like 
very close to the middle on one of the side rows. It has never seemed skewed to me. Of course, I may have just been caught up in the thrill of feeling like I'm flying, which is why I like Flight of Passage so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because when you described it as a view of heaven, Flight of Passage, I have to agree. Flying is like the closest thing I can get to being in heaven. I've always wanted to fly, which is one reason why every time I ride soaring, I'm always like, so when am I going to get to actually hang glide? Well, you have your whole life in front of you. I do. I, I want to go hang gliding someday. Whole life in front of you. That's what's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Being 20 yeah. almost. Yeah. <laughs> Being almost 20. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Mike, I'm dying to know what your number two turned out to be. Well, I'm going to say right off, psych! My number two is Soren. <laughs> I love it. And I was, like I said, when it, just everyone listening, when we um, started recording today, I said, Brenda said, how you doing, Mike? And I said, I'm running behind. So I grabbed the first picture I could that I that fit, and it was my picture of Soren. <laughs> mm -hmm. You fooled so, me, Mike. So Soren is number two on my list, and I can't find the poll. But I think you're right, Sophie. I think, didn't they, what was it? They thought Soarin' over California was better. I the thought they Soarin thought Soarin' over the world was better. Soarin' around the world? Okay. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. But mm -hmm. you know what? Maybe that gives me a, a chance to do a poll again. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. Let's ask the question. What yes. is your favorite, Soarin' around California or Soarin' around the world? I personally like soaring around California. I like the golf ball. I like it too. I mm -hmm. like how if you're in the right spot, it's like the golf ball is going to just like peg you right in the forehead. Mm -hmm. um, and the smells. The, the smells, smells are awesome. The orange oh, bowl. yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't seem to notice those on the. As much, yeah. As much around the, the new version. So. So tell me what you think. Yeah. Well, and while they're sending in their comments, because Sophie's comment has now made me feel a little uh, concerned. Can they also let us know if they've seen skewed images or if I have a brain tumor? It's oh. Not well, I mean, it's probably just like your perspective. You're probably more tuned into the detail than I am. Or it could oh, be your glasses. I have a brain tumor. Glasses when you're riding the ride? Yes, I always wear my glasses. I'm blind as a bat without them. Okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm curious to know if other people get that leaned I'll vision. Look, you know, we'll be there April 1st to the 5th, and mm -hmm. we'll be yeah. at Epcot on April 2nd. So Sophie and I will make it a personal duty to ride yes. Thorn around the world. And you are such and we'll see if we can't sit in one of the edges, and or maybe we'll split up. I'll sit on one left side, Cindy and Sophia sit in the middle or something. I don't know, and we'll see what we can find out as far as yeah. that goes. And we'll be sure to wear our glasses. 
Yep. Thank I'll work you. My glasses anyway, most times. That's so. very sweet. But if you know, I don't want you to take your time riding your ride and not enjoy it as much if you're seeing it that way, because I don't enjoy it as much seeing it that way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but I appreciate that. I'll I mean, I think I'll enjoy it either way. So. Yeah, I will. I know I will. But Thank I'll be looking for that. And we'll let you know. Thank Berta. you. We'll report back. Thank you. <laughs> so number two for me was Soren. So that brings us to the top dog at Epcot. Oh, Brenda my top, top dog, dog is Testrack. Really? Oh, I love. I had Testrat. that way down at number five, and you have it number one. Yep. I it love hasn't even fast. made my top five. <laughs> I love the hairpin turns brake testing and when it goes out and just goes fast i just love the rush just okay love it. also so, a 40 inch height requirement for anybody listening out there who hasn't gone on it yet kids have to be 40 inches and adults have to be 40 inches too so yeah uh, but yeah you got that knowledge right there don't you yep mm -hmm. i i gotta look all that up sorry clients if if you need to know a height requirement Talk to my friend Brenda. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're listed everywhere. You know, you can't go into the ride without it. But I just wanted people to know if they're planning their first visit. Um, yeah. But, you know, I just like going fast. I mean, that's Speed all demon. I can say. So, quick question. Test track or Cars Land? Um, oh, wow. Radiator Springs. Radiator Springs. Really? There's no comparison. Well, they both cars. Oh no, Radiator Springs <laughs> awesome. I mean, you know, I make myself laugh. People. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, you make yourself laugh. Keyword being exactly. yourself. <laughs> well, when I want to see Radiator Springs racers over here on this side of the world. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Plan over here. Anyway. I guess it makes me have to go over there. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Sophie, what's your top dog for Epcot? Mine is Spaceship Earth. There you go. Yeah. Why? And see, well, First things first, it is literally the first ride you see when you get into the entrance to Epcot. Mm -hmm. From the and, main yep. Yeah. And as you know, Daddy, I am a huge history buff. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, I wasn't. And I blame elementary school social studies for that. I did not like it. Okay. I did not like it at all. It was boring. And then Agreed. Spaceship Earth, I rode Spaceship Earth, and I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. So not only did Spaceship Earth literally shape my academic interests as a kid, but at the same time, it was like going on a huge adventure every time you rode it even though you knew what was going to happen and you knew what had happened it just felt like you were seeing it over again until finally you get it ingrained into your memory and then it's just like 
going back to all those scenes of the past that you enjoyed looking into and watching them again. It is the best way to see history in my personal opinion. And although I wish I could just pick one of the scenes from the ride, go into that scene and just experience it completely for a day, I can't, but this is as close as I'll get to it. That's yeah. true. If That's you could, a... which scene would you pick? Ooh, good question. If I had to pick only one, I would probably go for ancient Rome. Me too, for sure. Yeah. Me three. <laughs> yes, definitely. I was about to say ancient Egypt. And actually, you know what? I changed my answer, ancient Egypt, because I'm thinking with women's rights right now. Oh. Ancient Rome is better than ancient Greece. But in ancient women, women were actually considered to be equal to men. So put me in ancient Egypt. We'll okay. go to Rome. Yeah. <laughs> Because okay, I was thinking I'll... about about Dame J Judy Dench and how she said that Rome was the world's first World Wide Web. <laughs> it was, yeah. Anyway, I'll go. see you soon, Julius Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, Mike, we have a drum roll. <laughs> so my, What's your number one? My number one ride at Epcot is also Spaceship Earth. Well, look and at y'all. It kind of makes sense because Sophie and I love that ride. And we mm -hmm. would, I mean, we would talk about it for months when she was a little kid. We would talk about it for months before our next trip about oh, how yeah. we're going to ride Spaceship Earth. That's uh -huh. right. And, but my, my love for Spaceship Earth goes back 38 years. <coughs> Excuse me. October October 1, 1982 was the day that Epcot opened. Uh-huh. My first trip to Epcot was the following summer in 1983. And my grandma and grandpa took me and we rode with two of their friends that were retirees as well and their grandson. And the six of us, and it was it was the time when I was finally I was 15 that summer. So I was old enough to um, to do things on my own, you know. Yeah. I was, mm -hmm. I, his name. We were able to, to 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 go do stuff in the park, and the and the grandparents just kind of took it easy, you know. And but riding Spaceship Earth that first time, I was hooked, mm -hmm. you know. And and it, and it's it's been like I mean. I, a couple of years back at one of the Pixie conferences, we had a really long, really long event where we were talking, discussing, you know, roundtable talks and stuff like that. And and I had a date, I had planned that day to go to Epcot. And when we finally were dismissed, I went over to Epcot, and it was so busy. I rode oh, one yeah. ride, and it was Spaceship that Earth, <laughs> and yeah. I was. That was the only ride I rode. Talk about wasting your money on a ticket. <laughs> but yeah. but it was it was awesome, you know? So mm -hmm. and that, I mean, it is what it is. It's my that's my that's my OG, you know, as far as Epcot goes, you know. 
So, yes. so All right. Sophie and I, I mean, we love it. Yep. No so. height requirement. Nope. Everyone yeah. can go on it. And it's just I'm awesome. Babies on it. So everyone. It's can do like it. a time travel machine, you know? Exactly yeah, like it that. Is. So, Yay. so that is my number one choice for Epcot. And that takes us into Yay. part two of our part two of three. And that is looking at Hollywood Studios. So, harder. This was harder. So we're going back to Brenda for her number five on Hollywood Studios. All right. Narrowing down the rides at Hollywood Studios was extremely difficult because we had to leave, you know, some really fun favorites out. I had to leave fun favorites out. There's nothing I can do about it. So my number five for today is Mickey and Minnie's (laughs) Runaway Railway. Okay. Mm. I love that ride. It is so cute. It is so well done. I just love going through the the comic scenes with them on the wacky train, and it's just really, really well done. So um, the only reason I couldn't put it higher is because other things took precedence, but I really enjoy that ride. So that's my number five. I really, that you one like is it? a great like choice. Yeah. No height requirement. So anyone can go on it and it's really enjoyable. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind when you go and the line is really, really long because there's no fast pass right now. It's going to be worth yeah. your wait. So that's all I have to say about that. Yep. What is your number five, Sophie? My number five is actually Toy Story Mania. Yeah. Good choice. I really, really love that ride. Mm-hmm. It is so fun it's a game and you don't usually see games interplayed into a lot of these rides i think the only other game ride i can think of would be the buzz lightyear ride over in magic kingdom Mm -hmm. and obviously that doesn't hold a candle to toy story mania it never will right yeah i totally agree that's a great choice yeah so when and, you get off that ride, does your arm hurt as much as mine does? Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. at the end, I'm dying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, me for me, too. it's more my wrist than my arm. Like, yeah. Ow. It's a workout. So if you're needing to get a workout on your vacation, get in that line. Yeah. Yep. Work, that, work that arm. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's funny to me. You know, remember, it wasn't that long ago. When the top pick for everyone when they were getting into the park was making a beeline, yes, to go get a ticket fast pass for Toy Story Mania because it went so quickly. And it Mm -hmm. used to be you had to make a choice do I send someone to go get a fast pass for Toy Story Mm -hmm. or do I go wait in line for the Jedi experience? You know, that was yeah, yeah, and and they had to choose, and now. Now it's number five on Sophie's list, you know, and 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 with good reason. Yeah. So it's definitely things change. It's it's amazing how how impressive Hollywood Studios has become as a park, as it used to be. You know, if you spent a half day there, yeah, you, know, you were done. You were done. Not anymore. Not any more at all. Any of them, in my yeah. 
right. we we only spent like a half day at Hollywood Studios on our July trip, and honestly, it was it was because of the heat. Yeah, but there was so there was so much more we could have done. Yeah, yeah, and the heat the heat limited us. So, um, yeah. My number five is also Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh, yay! And, and it's, um, I chose it, um, only because I've only ridden it once and I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, but I thought it was really loud. So, like I, I think I said previously, if you have someone with sensory issues, maybe get a pair of headphones oh, or wow. earbuds. I didn't even or notice something. it was loud. To <laughs> me, it was. To me, it was extraordinarily loud. Okay, mm. so That's a great thing. That's a great tip for people. Yeah, and I didn't even notice it was loud. And my husband worked on a flight deck on an aircraft carrier, and he sometimes didn't wear his ear protection, so he's everything's higher decibels here, which is probably why I didn't notice. Yeah, but that's great yeah. for for anyone out there who needs that information. That's great to know. That was the only drawback I had to it, but it won't stop me from riding it. I'll just make sure I wear my earbuds. That's yeah, great. <laughs> that's great. You know? Yeah, I love it. It's really well yeah. done, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It is cool. It is really cool. Yeah. So, so but I'm still upset about five. the great movie ride being gone. Oh yeah, I, I was looking at pictures else. of that for my background, but you know, it's a, that's a dark ride, and all my pictures were slightly ride. blurred, so it wasn't they weren't as crisp as I wanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do them justice and put them as my background. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we miss it, but we you know we have the memories. Yeah, we do. So Brenda. Oh. <sighs> So four. I'm going to get slashed four? for this like a tire. My number four <laughs> is Slinky Dog Dash. Oh, my. Uh, Slinky Dog Dash is just a family-friendly coaster. It's so much fun. And it's over in Toy Story Land. It's so precious. And it's it's awesome. But I, when I was trying to narrow down, you know, the top ones, it was, it's, it was hard. It was really hard for me. But Slinky Dog is worth i mean like when we just went uh in december and we were first like one of the Mm -hmm. first people in we went straight to slinky dog we were the second people in line so it is enough of a favorite for that and the height requirement is 38 inches for anyone listening but it is worth going straight to in my mind it's just that when i was having to narrow everything down it ended up being number four so it's it's a really loved number four yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, what is your number four, Sophie? I mean, you're gonna get you're slashed fun. like a tire. I love that comment. <laughs> slashed like a slashed tire. Like a tire. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna get slashed even more than you because Slinky Dog Dash is not even in my top five. Ooh. Ooh, surprising. I've got a story yeah. about why. Oh. <laughs> But for now, let's let's pass by that that fact. My number four is Smuggler's Run. I hold it in equal esteem with Mission Space, even though it is even though it is a little bit more difficult, in my opinion, Smuggler's Run. Uh 
but I hold it in equal esteem to Mission Space and I really enjoy it. I want to activate Chewy mode when I go on it next. I do too. And for those of you who don't know how you base, basically what you do is you press all the buttons before the cast member comes in to make sure that you're all buckled and all that stuff and you're good. So you push all the buttons and then the instructor that will tell you which buttons to press gets replaced by Chewbacca. And of course we don't speak Chewy, but cool. Yeah, that is cool. Cool tip mm -hmm. for anybody out there. And Millennium Falcon is one of those very much like Mission Space because I, I hear that if you're the captain, you should not do that role at all if you have Vertigo. I sat in the back when I wrote it, but I still not on my list at all. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But for those that can really handle that, that's that's a great choice. Oh, yeah. A lot of people yeah. love it. Yeah. You know, and that's obviously each you know all our lists are somewhat different and it's cool because it just shows that um we each have our own favorites and that's what matters you know yeah so so just like just like i always say there's no wrong answer at disney and that's the case yeah. here there so. is and no a disney trip answer. is a very personal thing so yeah don't take advice of people who've been. Try everything at least once so you can make that decision yeah. for yourself. Mm -hmm. So my number four choice is Toy Story Mania. And, Yay. you know, for much of the same reasons everyone else said, I love the, I love the game. I love how it's a computer-driven system. So your game, you know, the games they use can be switched out just like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and you can have like a different experience. I love how there's some skill to it and you got to kind of really make it work. Um, and I love beating Sophie and that's always fun. So, um, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> hey, Sophie, and... does this sound familiar? Break those plates. I am not your mother. <laughs> Yes, and even now, because someone has raised me to be such an angelic child, I always have trouble with that part. Oh, I love that part. Break this place, I am not your mother. You got That's every right. ride? Like, no, I don't go. Uh, no. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah, I I just love Toy Story Mania. It's fun, you know, and it's just fun. like you, gosh, I get so tired. My arm get, it's like, <laughs> wow, it just hurts. <laughs> yeah. And, and so my score, my point score is usually pretty good, but my accuracy, accuracy score is horrible. Absolutely horrible. <laughs> so. Well, it's a lot of fun, though. That is the great one. Yeah, it is fun. All right, so Brenda, we're up to number three on your list. Number three for me uh -huh. is Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith. I love, I love Rock and Roller Coaster. There's only one thing wrong with it, and if you haven't ridden it yet, it's a 48-inch height requirement. So it's it's mm -hmm. one of the, I mean, you, you have to work up to it. I can tell you, though. If you have a family member that can't ride it and they go in the line, they there's a chance they're going to get a little pass that when they're tall enough, they'll be able to take their family on with them. 
So, oh, cool. Yeah, that. that uh, I didn't that know that. To us, Aaliyah was in, in our mind, she had finally reached the height requirement, but when they measured her, she did not, I mean, she was so close, but didn't quite measure up. So they gave her a little card that said, when you come back and you're tall enough for this ride, your whole family can enjoy it with you for the first time. So I thought that was really cool. Had to say that. That but is. You're on this stretch limo. You're going through this dark indoor roller coaster with all this neon and very loud music blaring in your ear from Aerosmith. And the only thing that's wrong with this ride, and I've, Disney has not called me back. I called them 10 years ago about it. Once it's done and you're docking, it needs to then take off backwards and go back through the whole thing again. No, that would make it absolutely perfect. Yeah, except you would run into the train that's coming or the limo that's coming behind you. They'd have to change it a little bit, but we could do it. I mean, the Imagineers can do anything. Semantics, Mike. Semantics. Right. A little extra track. It'd be be good. You have to admit it. It'd be good. That would be really good. Yeah. Oh my God. And it would make it longer. Yes, yes. Because it is a short roller coaster, that's for sure. Yes. It doesn't feel short. It's yeah. short. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that... my number three. Sorry, Sophie. I know you don't like that one very much. Oh, yeah. No. Not on her list. <laughs> Definitely right up there, not. up there near Dinosaur. <laughs> right? Am I right? Oh, I actually think... It's worse Uh-oh. than Dinosaur? Yeah, uh, no, I, I don't know. I think if you forced me to choose, though, I would go on Dinosaur before I would go on that ride. Oh, I do God. not like Rock and Roller Coaster at all. Okay. Well, what do you like? What is your number three? My number three is right across the street from it. The Tower of Terror. Oh, that so is fun. my number three. And it and used to be number one. It did used Ooh, to be number one. Time changes everything. Yeah. yeah. So with the Tower of Terror, the first time I went on it was the exact same day as the second and the third time that yep. I went on it. Yeah. I... My dad hated that ride. I hate that ride. <laughs> I still don't like it. I will tell you, though, I love the backstory and I love the loading part. You know, give me the ride through where you're in the twilight zone and whatnot. Before you lock in. The, yeah, and don't, don't give let me it the lock drop. in. <laughs> and just and then just send it back, you know, to the front, and I get off, and I'll be happy. I don't need the drop, but it is so cool, you know, the parts beforehand, you know. Yep. And, yeah. and you and you and it builds that anticipation too. Yep. Yeah. And if you're looking at if you're watching us on uh, YouTube, and you're looking at Sophie's picture right now. During the construction of Tower of Terror, it was struck by lightning. And that's part Uh of the backstory. I mean, it's not purposely part of the backstory. It's just a coincidence. But it does make it even more interesting. 
It does. And I've seen a YouTube video of someone walking down, um, down the street, approaching Tower of Terror, and it got struck by lightning, and <gasps> it was so cool to see it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's whoa! Not the first... <laughs> I, I mean, it's. There. It is as high, it's like 199.5 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And it is, um, and it is that height because the FAA has a rule that anything 200 feet and taller has to have the little red light that flashes right. for aircraft. And that's why it is not 200 feet tall. Right. Yeah. They didn't but want it is that one of the tallest buildings the at, at Disney World, is that one. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think I think one of the reasons that Daddy does not like it is because the first time we rode it, he made the mistake of not tying down his camera. So a lot of the ride, he was focused on the fact that his camera was above his head. Oh wow. And when I when we would drop down, my camera was going up. And when we go up, it knocked you out, Mike. Come back down. Well, it was right here, um, but it was. I'm like, holy cow! And so, yeah. I wrote it that one time. That time that Sophie wrote it three times in a row mm-hmm. with Cindy, and then um, the next year I wrote it once. And this time I left my camera on and I put my eye to the viewfinder, and I did. I just held down my my camera. Um, to take pictures, and I just kept it held down, and it took all these pictures, and I got some really cool pictures. That sounds of it cool. While it was going up and down, you know, of yeah. different scenes outside. So, so that was the only way I made it through. And I was like, you know what? I don't like it that much to have to to ride it again. So, I just it is what it is. It's what it is. It's not on my list. That's for what sure. What is number three on your list? Number three on my list is Slinky Dog Dash. And you know what's funny about Slinky Dog Dash? This is the story I was going to tell everybody about. Slinky Dog Dash, Sophie and I and Cindy, we have never ridden it. But I've heard so many people talk (laughs) about how much they love Slinky Dog Dash that I have put it on my list at number three. And I'm planning on riding it on Saturday, April 3rd. So if you will be at, at Hollywood Studios, I yeah. am planning on riding it that day. Good and, choice. You know, we've got to get past that, you know, and we would have ridden it in July. It was so hot. Just get there early a and go straight for it, Mike. Head straight it just, for it. Yeah. So it's on my list. And you know what? After. We ride it, it might come off my list. I might say, well, that was a waste. <laughs> I don't think so. Or I might say, I really like it. It might go higher. So who knows? But Slinky Dog Dash is on my list at Great. number three. That's impressive that it made your list when you haven't even ridden it yet. Yeah. That's great. I, I've just heard so much about it. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta try it. So yeah. number two, Brenda. I think I know what your number one is, but what's your number two? My number two is Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Okay. Mm. I love that ride. I think that's very well done. It has some surprises in it I won't mention, but I really, really like it. 
40 inch height requirement on that one. It has a full blown backstory. Stormtroopers. I mean, it's. Mm -hmm. It is awesome. It's, it's practically a Star Wars movie in its, it's own right. Is, yes. Yeah. It is really, really good. I like the yeah. surprises in there. I like it too. Yeah. It, it it does have everything, you know. Yeah. You, you've got the feel that you are, you know, a recruit, and you know, like you're living that world, and mm -hmm. then and then you switch over to the ride part of it, and and you know, and you do all that and everything like that, and it's just it's yeah. Just, so. First order we've versus the resistance. Yeah, yep. we've only ridden it once, so we need only to ride it. Only ridden it before. once, but oh my gosh, if it wasn't the best thing ever that we did that day. Yeah. Totally awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All well, right. what is your number two, Sophie? My number two is your guys's number five. Oh. That is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah. I love that ride so much. At first, as we were standing in the line for it, I thought, I'm probably going to enjoy this ride, but I don't think it's going to be worth it to stand in that line again. I was wrong. I love that ride so, 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 so much. And my favorite part is actually the part see her in rides very often that's true that's right and i know how much mommy loves her so the yeah. fact that she got her own entire section in the ride itself is just amazing to me i'm so glad she's there yeah Good and point. I, well done yeah yeah and i love the way that they do the tracks I love the way that they make the vehicles and the ride go. It, they're omni-movers. They're the same things in Rise of the Resistance. So they can go anywhere in the ride at all. And it really helps with the way that the ride is meant to go. And I just, I love it because they can make you move in certain ways. Like, they can make you dance. They can make it seem like you're floating in an ocean. Right. All this different stuff, and it's just amazing how much they cover in just a tiny ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're right, Sophie. They wouldn't be able to do all the stuff they do on the ride if it was a track-based system. Yeah, I don't think. I think you think you're absolutely right on that. So I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah, good choice, Sophie. Yay, very good. Good explanation too. And yeah, that, you know that makes me really wanna. Make sure I, I live it to the fullest next time we ride it. So yeah, I think I think you'll like it a lot more, even with your ear earbuds in. Yeah, for sure with his earbuds in, he'll like it more. <laughs> yeah. So. So down to Mike's number two. My number two is also Rise of the Resistance. Yay! And it um, it's so cool. And I'm glad that I have it on my list. I'm glad that we were able to enjoy it. And I can't wait to, to ride it again. Um, you know, we need to make sure we get a boarding zone pass. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll do that for that morning. But um, but it's just so neat to be able to do that. So 
Um, it's cool. It's just downright cool. And, you know, like we all said, it's it's the whole immersion of the story, you know? So, oh, yeah. So it's just neat. I'm just glad that it's there and that it's able to be enjoyed by so many people. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great choice. All right. So, Brenda, top dog at Hollywood well. Studios. Is no kind surprise of a to no anyone who's ever heard me. of me. <laughs> <laughs> ever since inception, uh, no other ride has ever been beat anywhere around Walt Disney World in my mind. The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Always been my favorite. Nothing else has beaten it. It Nothing else will, I guess. I don't know. There's something about it. I love... The thrill of going up and down and up and down and not knowing what to expect because it's different every time. And it's, I just love it. It's wonderful. I love yeah. it. 40 inch height requirement, anyone out there listening, but it is so fantastic. And I, I have a story about Tower Terror that has absolutely nothing to do with the ride. But you know how you're standing in line and you just can't help but talk to perfect strangers that are all around you, which is part of the magic of Disney is the people. Yeah. I was in line for this ride. The, it was the probably the fourth or fifth time I've ever ridden it, which was the same day as the first time I'd ridden it. Cause I kept riding it over and over. And there was a woman in front of me and I being from Texas, I always uh, just, I just adore like a New York accent. I love it. And there was a woman in front of me with her daughter, and <laughs> she was full New York accent talking about, I cannot believe you're getting me on this ride. I can't believe I'm going to be going. I mean, she was hilarious. And when she turned her, turned around and I was talking to her, and she goes, you know what really gets me is that I was sitting in my apartment in New York this morning, and two hours later, I'm in line to ride this ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, awesome. That is amazing. I wish so much I had gotten her name because I fell in love with her. Her personality was wonderful. And that's wow. one of the special memories is just meeting people from all over and it I just love Disney. Disney is the magic. Disney is the the happiest place on earth. The for glue sure. that brings all these people together. Yep. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Stranger. the ride, it has everything to do with Disney. Yeah. So Two things about Tower of Terror. One, we have the same sort of story, don't we, Sophie? We do. The first time we were riding it, the first time we were in line, the, in front of us was a, this cute little couple. They had, they had on their hats, their ears. He was wearing his top hat ears, and she was wearing her, her veil ears because they, had, they were there on their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And Sophie... And Cindy saw him and Cindy pointed him out to Sophie and told her to say happy congratulations. And so we did. And we started talking with them. And their names are Tyler and Brianne. And they live in Edmonton, Alberta. Nice. And we took a Beautiful. picture of them and emailed the picture to uh, to them so that they oh, had sweet. it. For, sweet. And, and Brianne and Sophie became pen pals. That is yeah. terrific. I wish I'd have gotten this woman's address. Darn. And then, yeah. and and I mean, it was it's so cool. And we're still friends with them on Facebook. 
So mm-hmm. we still see and we celebrate their birthdays and whatnot. But um, the magic of Disney, the other bringing magic people Disney. together. That's what the, Walt always intended. Yep. Yeah. The other thing about Tower of Terror, Sophie and I did a podcast on September 14th. It was episode number 37. And the title of the feature topic was Disney Attractions Made into Movies. So the the it's the opposite, you know, instead of a movie that they make an attraction out of, right. it's an attraction that they make a movie out of. Right. And in doing our research, Sophie and I learned that the Tower of Terror was the first attraction that Disney made a movie out of. Mm-hmm. And That's it was great. it was like that a made Steve for Gutenberg, right? I Steve think Gutenberg so. played the guy. Yeah. And it was like a made for TV movie kind of yeah. thing. But um, it was the very first one that they took an attraction already existing and made it in, into a movie. Yeah. I remember yes, that. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. So, so that, cool. those are two little bits of info. Did you know for Tower of Terror? <laughs> Yay. Well, so. Sophie, what's your number one? I'm going to make you guess. Think about all of the rides that I have on my top five list. You've got Toy Story Mania, Smuggler's Run, Tower of Terror, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. What do you think number one is? Uh, The one in my picture? Nope, that's Smuggler's Run, and that's number four. Yep, that was number four. What were your top ones again? Read it one more time. Number five, Toy Story Mania. Okay. Number four, Smuggler's Run. Number three, Tower of Terror. Number two, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Rise of the Resistance. You got it. Yay! I knew it wasn't Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's definitely not like... The little rise of the resistance show. is a great you know that is so much it is so much mm-hmm. like well not so much like but you know the car is a lot like mickey yeah. and minnie's runway so i can see that for sure i love rise of the resistance and i was clapping intentionally quiet otherwise i would have been like that i love it love it love it love it love it and the reason why is because, like I said when you were talking about it, it really is as close to living in a Star Wars movie as you can get. That's true. And my favorite movies, and I have a lot of favorite movies, my favorite movies are the movies that depict worlds that I want to live in. So that's why I love the Harry Potter series so much. And I love the Star Wars series. And I love all of them. It's because they are worlds that I want to be immersed in and live in. And just... So yes, that's why. And that's why I love Rise of the Resistance so much. Because it is the most immersive experience you get at Disney. Yeah. Very good. It's a very good ride. And I will say that at points during the ride, I was actually kind of scared, but it was, <laughs> it's a good scared because that means that the ride is doing its job and being very realistically immersed. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yes, and I would love it if Disney would do virtual queues on more rides because that would be really, really great. I don't know what they're going to do when they end up bringing back Fast Pass. I don't know if it'll be the same or different, but yeah. virtual queue. And I have to say that the la you know, for the audience, you can get a virtual queue at 7 a.m. from your resort or wherever you are at 7 a.m. or at 1 o'clock. And I have to say my last couple of guests that have gotten um, in on the queue have been at 1 o'clock. So yeah. that's the least likely one to get in on. But the last couple this week have gotten in on the one o'clock. So just saying, if you don't get it in the morning, try it again at one o'clock from inside the park. Your entire party must be inside the park. Anyone that wants to get into the virtual queue. Yeah. So good luck because it is worth yeah. it for sure. Mm -hmm. and that's it is the only way it. to ride. You have to get the virtual queue. So yeah. get your boarding pass and. Wait your several hours and then go on the ride. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so. The big cheese is number one is coming up, Sophie. Yeah. We know what it is, don't we? We do. I do, at least, because I see it right there. <laughs> well, I've seen his entire list and I've just made it seem like I can't. Oh. <laughs> so, well, what do you think it is, Brenda? I think it's Rock and Roller Coaster. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. What is Although, it? Although, you know, that used to be, but. I know, it happens. It happens. And like, if they implemented yours, you know, your suggestion that Disney hasn't called you back on, I it would know. definitely be on my top of my list again. Yeah. Um, because otherwise it's, it's so short. I know. You know? Um, and and I, me, love, I love California be. Screaming. Which is what now? What? The oh Incredicoaster? God! I hate that ride with a purple passion. Oh my God! I'm not. Going oh, I to... love it. Oh my I God! I love it. that ride. But anyway, my one is Millennium Falcon Smuggler's oh, Run. Dang! Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. I absolutely love how it. To me, even more than Rise of the Resistance, you get immersed in that story. Because you are a smuggler, you're making a run, you got to get this stuff, you got the guy telling you how you did, you've got to have your people. I was, and it's funny because the first time we wrote it was was July in that trip, and um, and we were the only three in our, in our, in our um, Falcon, and so I was the captain, Sophie was the gunner. Yeah, I think so. And mommy was the engineer, and um, and I'm we trying to push a navigator, I think, or yeah, and and I was trying to push both captain buttons because <laughs> there's one that's like for left, right, and one for up and down or something. <laughs> and it, and considering the fact that there was only three of us good trying to fly this three. thing, <laughs> we actually did pretty good, I think, and we and we actually, um. We weren't we weren't half bad, so. But no. anyway, it was so much fun. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> it glad. was pretty fun. I think the, I think the part of it that was kind of a tiny bit of a turnoff for me, is that at the end of the ride, the um, guy said, "You guys did absolutely horribly, and I should <laughs> be charging you." 
for the damages you did to this ship, but since I was going to pay you 100-something in order for the job, why don't we just make it break even? So I'll keep my 100 and you get absolutely nothing, and then you don't have to pay for the ship. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool. It yeah. was cool. That's great. So. Yeah. So that wraps up this week's feature topic. It went a little mm-hmm. long, I feel like, but um, but it, it was fun. It was fun. So it was very fun. Next week, we're going to look at Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure Park, mm-hmm. and we're going to give our top five list from that. And I think that will be really cool. Yeah, and then right after that, you guys are gone. Yeah, right. you get to head out. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And we'll figure out a way to uh, how we don't skip a podcast. It's going to be great. So. Yeah. But anyway, that takes us to this day in Disney history for March 22nd. Sophie, what do you got for us? I have got something very special that happened in 1909. Okay. And. This is something that I'm sure Miss Brenda would be able to recognize, and Daddy, too. And if you were around for our Nine Old Men series, then you would probably remember this as well. But on March 22nd, 1909, the Disney legend and animator Milt Call was born in San Francisco, California. He is one of night. Walt's nine old men. He started his career at 16 in the art department of the Oakland Post Enquirer, later called the Oakland Tribune, doing paste-ups, layouts, and spot cartoons for $25 a week. Wow. Call first joined the Walt Disney Studios at age 25 in June of 1934, Over the next 42 years, he helped bring to life such classics as Pinocchio, Bambi, Song of the South, Alice in Wonderland, Lady and the Tramp, Robin Hood, and The Rescuers. And this is a quote from him. Animation requires a pretty good draftsman because you've got to turn things to be able to draw well enough to turn things at every angle. You have to understand movement, movement, which in itself is quite a study. That's for sure. Cool. And they yes. spent a lot of time studying movement. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. They did. Good. Yay. Good that is a great choice. And would you believe me if I said I completely forgot to get that tidbit of information and silently went and picked it out like halfway through this episode? <laughs> You're supposed to keep that to yourself. You are. I care. Well, now that the cat's out of that bag, <laughs> let's see if we can guess who. Let's see if Sophie can who's guess. Who character is this week? All right. Looks like I'm going first. Well, I've got three clues. Okay. okay. This character has a pet fish and a kitten. 
And this character wants a child. I knew it was from Pinocchio. Geppetto! <laughs> yes, it is definitely Geppetto. Yay! But you said in your guess at the beginning, you asked if it was Pinocchio. And I said no, because it's not Pinocchio. It is Geppetto. Okay, so I wanted to make the game fair and in the beginning I saw a page that daddy's book was turned to and it had Pinocchio on it so I was like so that's probably gonna be where it's from yeah but it's okay it's all about having fun yeah so here's the did you know I won't read the whole thing about Geppetto but did you know that animator Art Babbitt who drew such characters as Goofy and the Queen from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, once noted that Geppetto was one of his favorite characters to animate. Hmm. I did not know. Yeah, well, it was. And I didn't think many people would know that, did you know? Because um, he's not an animator that I know a whole lot about, and I don't know what many people do. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. All right, Brenda. We're looking at. You want your Walt quote? What you got for us? I got a quote from Walt Disney right here. Okay. Somehow, I can't believe there are any heights that can't be scaled by a man who knows the secret of making dreams come true. This special secret, it seems to me, can be summarized in four C's. They are curiosity, confidence, courage, and constancy. And the greatest of these is confidence. When you believe in a thing, believe it all the way, implicitly and unquestionably. We allow no geniuses around our studio. That's right. Mm. Cool. Great quote. If somebody ever believed in something staunchly to fruition, it was Walt Disney. That is for sure. That is for sure. And he was against the grain constantly. Yeah. Yeah. He was a visionary. Yeah. Good job, Brenda. Thank you. Uh, All right. So that wraps us up for this week. Um, Thank you guys for joining me. And thank you everyone for listening in. And um, we are looking forward to next week already with talking about the um, rides, our favorite rides at Disney's California Adventure and Disney's Disneyland Park. And um, and I I can't wait to hear what their favorites are. You know, I already know mine, sorta, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, we uh, hope you all have a great week, and we will see, see you, on, you the on the road. See you on the road. See you on the road. See you on the road. You ruined it. I Bye. ruined it. Let's do that one more time. All we right. will. See you on the road. That works. Put a fork in it. Bye. Bye. Bye.